Welcome, everyone, to Tales from Planet Customer Experience. We're happy to have you with us. Once again, my name is Brian Bruner. And I'm Deliana Pavlova. We're a couple of customer experience geeks who love sharing stories about customer experience. Today's episode is a little bit different since we don't have a guest, but Brian and I would like to share some stories and talk about the topic that's becoming more and more relevant. As recently, both of us have read an article about incivility in the front lines and what that means uh, for customer experience, the impact it has on both employees and customers. So Brian, would you like to start with some of your thoughts and maybe a relevant experience? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Deliana. You know, this is something that that you and I have talked about uh, several times, even from the times that we used to work together. Um, and, and particularly during the pandemic, uh, I think in some ways this got worse, and, um, and and so I think it's important to to talk about this idea of how we treat each other as human beings. But in particular, I think where we were interested, um, as we've talked about this, is how customers treat their um, service providers, for lack of a better term, um, because I think we've we've talked for a long time about how. As service providers, we should treat our customers with respect. The customer's always right. All these things that we've talked about. And it doesn't mean that we've, I mean, the fact that we have this this uh, podcast and we've had um, as many bad stories as good stories shows that we're not by any means, you know, experts as, as a society in this. But I think we've, we've tried to emphasize that over the years. And what's been interesting is that now we're dealing with sort of the other side of this where we're seeing so much in civil behavior from customers to service providers. And that could be, you know, a, a server in a restaurant. It could be someone in a grocery store. It could be someone in a business setting. Um, and I think that that happens um, and seems to be happening more often than not. And so I think it's interesting as customers grapple, or excuse me, as companies grapple with how do I protect my employees um, still want them to treat our customers the way that they should, but how do I protect my employees from being, you know, for lack of a better term, abused by, um, you know, the, the the people that we're supposed to be serving? And so, uh, you know, I just was just involved in a in a in a meeting some time ago um, where there was, and again, it didn't happen while I was there, but you know, in the past there had been something that had happened that, you know, one of these one of the uh, customers employees had treated the provider's um, uh, representatives in a very uh, inappropriate way. And, uh, you know, I think it was just sort of berating them and, and, and treating them poorly. And, um, and so there was, you know, some action that had to be taken and there was apologies and, and things like that. And I thought that, you know, it's interesting. And actually I hear this a lot from even folks in my own organization, my current job, where, They'll say, yeah, some of our customers are, they don't treat us very well. And, and I think it's an interesting question of, you know, how much should a company and, and providers put up with, um, you know, thinking that, oh, this is just somebody who's kind of grumpy and they just, you know, sometimes they don't treat us very well, as opposed to, hey, this is, this, you know, constitutes verbal abuse. It's got to stop. And, and what do you do about that? And so that's why I thought it was an interesting you know, topic that we could, we can talk about there. So I don't know, Deliana, what, what are your thoughts? Um, this is very interesting because like I mentioned, the article we recently read talks exactly about that. And some of the interesting statistics I saw in the article is uh, that this 
uh, incivility is on the rise, right? Uh, I think they said that about 73% of the people they surveyed said uh, from the uh, employees uh, side talked about that it's not unusual for customers to treat them badly. That was an astounding number to me, right? That's yeah. the majority yeah. of people are saying it's very common for customers to yell at us or mistreat us or whatever the case might be. Um, and they give a lot of examples of, especially in the healthcare space, since this was primarily focused on healthcare, um, of hospitals and medical facilities taking steps of kind of putting a code of conduct out there, right? Like we're unable to treat your family member with respect, with dignity. We're unable to give them the medication that they need if you're constantly yelling at us or if you're constantly kind of berating us. Um, so it's interesting that that's, you know, become such a, a big topic or such a big issue that companies are now taking a concentrated effort in combating this behavior. And especially in healthcare, I mean, understandably, when you go seek medical care, you're stressed out, you're frustrated, you, uh, you're not Scared. on your best day, right? Um, so there's a lot of emotions going on. And a lot of this, we've talked about customer experience on this podcast so much, but it's really about the emotions, right? Customer experience is at the end of the day about the customer's emotions as well as the employee emotions and how we, we handle that um, in a positive way right? Creating a positive experience um, for both sides. So so let me ask you a question, Liliana, because I think to some extent, this has always been a problem, right? There's always been, um, and, and, and we've hopefully not, but we've probably all been those obnoxious customers from time to time because, you know, something's gone wrong. And so we get frustrated and we get angry and, and, you know, we maybe say things that we shouldn't or whatever. And, and, so I guess my question is, do you think there's a difference between the, man, I had a really bad experience and I'm, and I'm irritated and mad. And so therefore I'm, I, I take it out on the employee that I probably, well, not probably I shouldn't do, but I did because, you know, they gave me a really bad experience versus, um, how do I say this? A, 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 a just sort of ongoing incivility. I just, I always treat the server poorly. I always am rude to, uh, someone who approaches me to ask me if I need help in a, you know, in a retail store or something. Um, do you, th do you think there's a, well, I guess, first of all, do you think there's a difference between those? And do you think that's, that, 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 that has changed as we've got kind of seen this increase in, in civility? Not sure if my question made sense. <laughs> I think it does. And I can relate to this with a personal story. Um, but before I go there, I'll tell you kind of going back to, uh, the uh, Harvard Business Review article that I read, they tried to figure out, right, what are the root causes? Why are people being rude? Or uh, why is this incivility on the rise? And I think it was, if I remember the numbers correctly, only 4% of the respondents said, I'm rude or mean because I can get away with it because I like it. The majority of people said, you know, I'm rude because I'm stressed out. I had to take it out on someone, right? Like, it was stress. It was, you know, a combination of a lot of different things. So I think it's usually that more than I typically treat people this way. Um, but I think it depends on, <laughs> on the person. In my case, what I wanted to give you the example that comes to mind. Um, recently I had my dryer break and I had to, uh, open a claim with the home warranty and, uh, 
they gave me, they said, hey, we can't fix it. It's better to get a new one. So here we'll just give you a gift card to buy, um, to buy a new dryer. So they give me a gift card to Lowe's. I go place an order. Uh, of course, as luck would have it, uh, Lowe's canceled my order the same day. I placed the order. Two hours later, I get an email that says your order has been canceled. No explanation, no nothing. My order is being canceled. So naturally I'm frustrated. I'm like, but why? I just placed this order. I was so happy I got the dryer that I needed. What is going on? So uh, I called them and they're like, well, your order was canceled because this item you wanted is out of stock. I'm like, okay, well, can we place an order for another? I mean, a whole host of other issues. Why did you let me place an order, you know, inventory yeah, systems yeah. and so on. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, can we just, you know, void this order, place an order for another dryer and we move on. Oh, well, no, we can't because, you know, the gift card can only be used once. Now we have to send you a new gift card in the mail. And then you, when you get it, you can place an order. Like, are you serious really? right now? Uh, wow. So, yes. And of course, I don't want to place the order because I want to utilize the money from the home warranty that they gave me for this dryer. So now I'm waiting for this gift card. It doesn't arrive. I call Lowe's again. This is a month later. I'm like, where is my gift card? Oh, well, we don't know. We're going to open a case 10 to 14 days. They're going to send you a new card. You can place an order for your dryer. So at this point, I'm like super frustrated. And I try to be civil but and not raise my voice. But I'm catching myself that, okay, this is kind of ridiculous at this point. Why can't you just utilize the funds and the credit card that I've provided and just apply it to another order? I don't get it. Um, but what stuck with me is, and I've talked to two people at Lowe's now about this. Um, the second lady that I talked to, she was kind of, she was very good, I think, at lowering the temperature of the conversation. She was being very patient, very understanding. She's like to the point where I was even getting a little bit annoyed that like, she's thank you. Thank you for, you know, sticking with me. I'm going to look at this. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Let's just resolve the issue. Stop being but polite. Just solve my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I got it. You apologized 20 times and you're doing your best. But I appreciate, you know, that she was trying to work with the situation, had a very frustrated customer who was trying not to yell at her and get all of my frustration because I know it wasn't her, right? It's processes, whatever it is. We cannot reuse the gift card. They have to send me a new one. Um, I get it. It's not her fault, but I was catching myself being like, okay, I understand that maybe my frustration is starting to bubble up here. How are we having a civil conversation? But I thought she was really good about, okay, let's mitigate the situation. I'll give you everything you need. I assure you, you're going to get it. I was like, yeah, I know only a month and a half later, I can order my dryer. But at the end of the day, hopefully this will be okay. Um, so my point is, right, like we all experience, and it wasn't just my stress it was okay this has been going on for so long there are so many situations so many factors here in this situation that led to this most of them not my fault uh <laughs> i would like to think right so how can we speed up and resolve the situation 
So I, 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 that's thank you for sharing that. I think it's a it's a great example. I wish I could say it was I've never done that, but that's not true. Um, and and I guess that's where I'm 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 trying to. So first of all, let me say it's ne- I don't think it's not, I don't think it's never justified to to mistreat someone, right? Uh, now I know you well enough to say I'm I'm pretty sure you were not calling her names or or, you know, wishing ill on her family or anything like that. But you were probably raising your voice and getting irritated. And, and it sounds like she handled it very well. But I'm trying to to think through, is there a difference between what you're describing, which, again, I think has, has always been uh, a risk, I guess, of, you know, where people get frustrated when we mistreat them, right? And so, or, and by mistreat them, I well, let me say that a different way. People get frustrated when we don't fulfill their their expectations, right? As, as companies, as service providers, whatever. And so when we, uh, so when people get irritated and react, when they react to that, again, it's not justified. And again, there's no ever, there's never any need for treating someone, you know, poorly, but for someone showing some irritation, raising the voice, you go, okay, I, I can get, you know, I'm sure that that person even was like, yeah, if I put myself in your shoes, I can totally understand why, why you're getting irritated here. I think to me, there's a difference between that and maybe I'm wrong, but there's a difference between that and just sort of a general, you know, as soon as the, 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 the server walks up to your table, you're treating them like garbage or you're, you know, and again, I think most, and I think I mentioned in this article too, most people are not even self-aware enough to realize that mm-hmm. that's, that's what they're doing. They're like, well, they're here to, to serve me. So therefore, you know, I just told them what I wanted. What's the big deal. And, and that's the part of the scares me the most, right? When people are just, rude without even realizing that, that they're being rude or, or feeling like they're justified in being rude. Right. And I guess that's the big challenge, right? Because were you justified in getting upset? Yeah, probably. If, if someone doesn't, you know, bring me my drink exactly the way I like it, am I justified for getting upset? Uh, it depends on what you mean by upset, I suppose. Right. And, and again, I think when we, the, the challenge is when, when the line is crossed and you start treating people, with disrespect as opposed to, you know, raising your voice. If, you know, again, so not that that's, you know, in, in a lot of situations, it's not appropriate either, but, but just kind of say, Hey, I'm frustrated with this because this is ridiculous, right? I placed an order. It should have come, you know, I, I shouldn't have had to do any of these things as opposed to now I'm calling you names. Now I'm selling, t- saying, you know, nasty things about you. And I think there's a line that gets crossed. And I think what's difficult is, that line may be different places for different people. And, and so companies have to figure out how do they, you know, help their employees to not be put in a situation where they're, you know, some of the, in this article, I mean, some of the things that were being, you know, some of the examples were given was you know, just terrible things that people were saying about their families and posting things online. And, and, and I mean, obviously there's never a justification for that. And that's to me clearly crossing the line, right? I think the challenge is how do we keep ourselves as as customers, uh, you know, to your point, but also as service providers, how do we help protect our employees so that they're not um, exposed to that, and yet still, you know, treat our customers with respect and kindness. And 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 <clears throat> you know, I think you you talked about this idea of sort of de-escalating the situation, and and unfortunately, that's you know, people who work on the front lines, those are skill sets that they have to have, or we have to to train them on in order for them to be able to, to deal with that, because for the, all the different reasons, stress, technology, you know, all those things, those, 
unfortunately there, there's an increase of that. I mean, we, we, I, I know I'm talking a little bit too much here, but my, we recently had an experience with DoorDash where my wife and I were trying to order something and, and we would place the order and about five minutes later we'd get canceled. And we placed the order and five minutes later we canceled. We're like, what is happening here? And, um, you know, there was a very, um, cryptic message about, uh, why it was being, uh, canceled. And finally somebody called and said, Hey, it's being canceled because the, the, the item that you want is not available. But I think there's gotta be a different way to, add. you know, like you said, the, that's why when you said your dryer was canceled or your order was canceled because the dryer wasn't available. Like why does, first of all, why did they let you order that to your point? And two, why didn't they just say, Hey, that's, that's not available what what else would you like to do instead of just canceling it and then I guess hoping that you never called? I don't know. And then of course they made it worse by now you can't even use the same, the same gift card. Just it's ridiculous. It's very interesting. What I wanted to go back to um, what you were saying in terms of how do we handle this from an employer from a company perspective, right? Training our employees. Just this morning, I was on a webinar that was focused on healthcare customer experience, experience management in healthcare. And it was very interesting that they mentioned that Bruce Temkin, I think you know who Bruce has been kind of like a visionary in customer experience for many years, is about to pronounce 2023 the year of empathy. Um, and I thought that was really interesting that companies and organizations are putting such a big focus on empathy and training employees, and especially for the front lines, but not just for front lines, for all of us, how to be empathetic and put ourselves in the shoes of whoever we're interacting with and understanding why are they, you know, why are they having a short fuse? Why are they being rude or mean? Or why are they treating us this way? Do they have something else going on in their life right now? Or is there a different reason? And how can we de-escalate that situation um, and make that a, maybe not necessarily a pleasant experience, but a more manageable experience that doesn't have such a high you know, high temperature. Um, so I think it's really around choosing the right employees who can handle and deal with that um, and also training and really showing people to take time to recharge themselves, to rest and recover and to treat others with respect and really focus on empathy. It sounds like that's going to be a key theme going into 2023. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's... I think that's a very key concept. And I think it's something that we need to make sure that people are trained on from a, from a service provider perspective as well. In, in the, in the last couple of minutes that we have, I want to also address though, that, that sort of the, for lack of a better term, the nuclear option is sometimes you have to fire employee, uh, fire customers, right. And not employees, but customers where there may be times where you have to say, listen, because of how you've treated my employees, we are mm -hmm. not going to do business with you anymore, right? And I think you and I have talked in the past. I, I heard a presentation from a very prominent healthcare organization that is extremely patient focused, like probably the best in, in the country on, on focusing on that on that patient experience. And they shared with us that they've had an increase of people that, that are no longer allowed to interact with them on, on site because of how they've treated their employees. And I and I think that has to be and it's and it's terrible. It's sad. But I think that has to be one of the options is you have to, your employee, because it's, this is contagious, right? Uh, customers start treating employees poorly, then employees start treating each other poorly, and they start treating other customers poorly. It's just something that, that just can't continue. And so 
there may be a time where you have to say, listen, I'm willing to miss out on that revenue from that person because I'm not going to accept that they treat, you know, my employees that way. And that's, that's a tough uh, decision to make. And, and yet I think it's something that, you know, from a human perspective, we, we have to stop tolerating this behavior. And that doesn't mean that we, you know, that, that that's always the option. Okay. We're going to lose all our customers because they don't treat us nicely because obviously we have to make sure we're doing our side in that. But in those situations, that is, I think that is an option. I don't, I don't know what your, your thoughts are on that. This reminds me of uh, another example. I can't remember who the company is and what they called it, but they instituted what I would call an incivility tax, right? On customers that were really difficult to work with. So they essentially charged them a premium because of, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's difficult to work with them, whether that means, you know, they're being rude or they're being difficult, but it's sort of their way of handling that situation is essentially your being charged for, for being rude. Wow. That's interesting. Well, and, and we've heard about uh, airlines, they, you know, they're no flight um, lists that are growing, right. Where they're saying, listen, because of how you acted on this flight, you are no longer allowed on this airline. And then, you know, we're hearing that they're starting to share those between airlines as well. And that's, I mean, that, that's an interesting, you know, if you're, and I think again, that's sort of the nuclear option, but but when you're that rude to someone, and, and of course, we've seen all sorts of things over the last couple of years, you know, videos and that of, of, of how people have acted on on uh, on airplanes in particular, you know, that that's uh, that's an easy way to make your life a lot more difficult, because imagine if now you can't fly, you know, certain airlines anymore. And you're like, well, now what do I do? Or any airlines, right? Yeah, that yeah will... I guess I'm taking the bus. That's I don't a very know. strong message. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think this has been interesting. I don't, I don't know that we've solved anything, obviously, but I think it's it's a conversation that needs to continue, and I think we have to, you know, we have to address it as as employers, as uh, customers ourselves, um, and and as uh, just as human beings. And so, I think it's uh, it's something that that needs to continue to be discussed. And if and if twenty twenty three can be the year of empathy and reality. Wow, more power to it. You know, that, that, that would be great. So, well, Deliana, anything you want to add here before we, uh, before we close up? Like you said, I think we can continue to, um, to talk on this topic for a long time. I think it's an important one, especially because the impact uh, of incivility, not just on those who experience it, but those who witness it as well, um, it's been shown to have, um, you know, compounding effects on uh, organizations, on us as humans. So I think it's important that we continue to have these conversations and figure out how to really make this 2023 the year of empathy. So thanks for a great conversation, Brian. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you. By the way, those who are interested, the, the article that we're referring to is called Frontline Work When Everyone is Angry. It's on the Harvard Business Review website. Um, if if uh, you have access to that, it's, it's well worth the, the read. Uh, very interesting um, research that they've done there as well. Well, as always, uh, we appreciate uh, our listeners um, listening in. Uh, we, we encourage you to uh, to leave us a review on iTunes and to uh, subscribe to our um, to our uh, our podcast. No matter where you're, uh, you you listen to us, you can leave us a review anywhere. Um, and uh, we, if you are interested in coming on the podcast, uh, please send us an email at planetcustomerexperience at gmail.com. And uh, we will um, love to have you come on or you can just send us uh, your experience and we can, we can talk about it here uh, on the podcast. 
And uh, we wish you a wonderful week full of empathy. Um, and uh, in closing, again, greetings from Planet Customer Experience. <laughs>